0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Live Well podcast. Today's episode, we are talking all about acne, kind of causes of acne, what you can start to do it, for it to clear it up and everything like that. And I also answer some Q&As that were left on Instagram. Um, Kind of like an update. It's now been like one week in quarantine for me after getting back from France. I feel like it's gone back actually quite quickly. Like I've kind of not really noticed that I've been in quarantine. Everything has just been so busy. Um, I'm still like working out at home and I'm moving. I'm doing like online workouts. So I feel like the days just go by and it's just busy. I'm almost like not noticing that I'm not leaving the house too much. So, I mean, I guess that's good. So there's like one more week left and then I'm excited to kind of like see people, see friends, like grab some dinner and things like that. Cause I'm definitely missing kind of like that human connection, if you will. So yeah, I definitely think I am missing that. Oh, another update from me. If you haven't gotten my Killing Cravings ebook, I did release an ebook. It's like $11. Um, so it's like the price of like two pumpkin spice lattes. And it's going to help you quit sugar going into the holidays, um, Halloween time. So I would really recommend picking that up if you're someone who struggles with sugar cravings. And yeah, with that being said, I don't feel like I don't have any other updates for you guys. I've just been working on lots of things behind the scenes, lots of exciting things that I'm excited to share with you soon. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and get into the episode. Welcome to the Live Well Podcast. This podcast is designed to help you live well, body, mind, and soul. I'm your host Liv, a natural health and wellness expert, and each week you will walk away with the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. A new episode starts now. All right, everyone, welcome to today's podcast episode all about acne, I also took a poll on Instagram I'm on a poll of questions from Instagram that I'm going to answer at the end of this. A lot of them I do touch on in the episode itself and then I'll answer any lingering ones that I thought were really interesting and beneficial for everyone to hear. So when it comes to acne, basically our skin is the body's way of expressing what's going on inside. And it can be tricky because even with like doing all the right things, quote unquote, especially with adult onset acne, there's always going to be like a root cause. So even when you feel like you're doing the right things, you might feel like you're missing something and hopefully this will give you kind of like a newsflash as to what you are missing. So at its core, acne is an inflammatory condition and that's very important to understand when it comes to like, okay, what is causing this acne? So bacteria. Bacteria cause an inflammatory cascade which causes like the redness um, because of the increased blood flow and it causes an influx of white blood cells which leads to that pus collection. So basically, if you're putting things in your body or things in your body are having inflamed and they're triggering inflammation, then you can't expect like your skin not to be inflamed. And this also goes for other inflammatory skin conditions as well. So It is not just a topical solution. You will never get rid of acne for good just using topical methods. I can promise you that because it comes from the inside. Your skin is an organ and that inflammation is coming from somewhere. So one of the leading causes of acne is sugar and that's because high sugar levels also cause inflammation. So anything that can spike blood sugar can theoretically increase inflammation and insulin levels, therefore leading to pimples and excess oil. So that's because when you eat something that is high sugar, the insulin then triggers sebum production. And sebum is like the white stuff in your breakouts, or if your breakouts aren't coming to the surface, that stuff that makes the bump. It's the sebum. So when you consume a food that's high in sugar or simple carbs, the food then enters your bloodstream and is broken down into glucose. And so the pancreas then gets a signal to release insulin to help drive that glucose into the cells so that the glucose can be used as energy. However, too much glucose in the bloodstream is going to trigger more insulin to be released and also like it'll keep releasing based on the amount of glucose that you consumed and all of this excess insulin is going to trigger what is called IGF-1 which basically triggers increased androgen production and the increased androgen production in the blood increases sebum oil production which results in increased acne. So whether your spike in blood sugar comes from you know Drinking like a sugary coffee or anything like that or if it's eating simple carbs like breads pastas anything like that your system becomes overloaded with sugar and then your pancreas goes into that hair mode to produce enough insulin and IGF one which is that insulin like growth factor in order to restore the balance to your blood sugar levels. So when your system is burdened by this abundance like we just learned, it produces those androgen hormones and that's why it's really important to understand because then the body reacts to those androgens not only, yes, by producing excess sebum, more oil, but it also leads to clogged pores, congestion, and breakouts both in the form of blackheads and whiteheads. So when the congestion and oil are present, it leads to an increase in inflammation in the skin and then cystic acne when you don't treat it. So it's kind of like a vicious cycle because one wrong move leads you into that bad reaction and then you get another bad reaction and another. So when you leave this unattended, then you have like insulin resistance, which means that it takes way more insulin to restore balance than it did ever before. And then the pancreas is required to produce it at much higher levels, which then means that the antigen productions and oil is put into overdrive leading to basically acne chaos. So And then when we exacerbate the levels of inflammation in our body, it only propels this acne into a downward spiral further. So remember, acne is inflammatory condition, more inflammation, more acne. So basically you need to eliminate sugar in order to drive down inflammation and drive down the release of the additional hormones that trigger that acne. So inflammation and hormonal imbalances are two root causes of acne, but this is just in terms of insulin. Of course, there's also hormonal imbalances when it comes to your cycle and like estrogen and progesterone. So we're going to move on to another popular thing, which is important to know about acne in terms of what's causing acne. So dairy dairy is a huge culprit when it comes to the skin and that's because it's a very congesting and inflammatory food that increases mucus in the body and that mucus ends up showing up as acne so dairy is full of a hormone called igf-1 which we just learned about was insulin-like growth factor and this has been tied to skin issues like acne. So the dairy causes insulin to rise, which triggers acne. So the same way we just learned that sugar kind of triggers the IGF one and it runs through in terms of triggering acne. That's the same way that dairy does. So if you have if you are struggling with skin, you're gonna want to like address these two things. The next thing that's important to consider when it comes to acne is the liver. So In traditional Chinese medicine, the belief is basically that your liver is in harmony, then the rest of your body is going to be in harmony. And when your liver is distressed, then you can get things like acne, even like dull and sagging skin because Really, everything is processed through the liver. So if your liver is not healthy and it's not processing through everything that it needs to, then that's going to show up and manifest in the skin. So yes, like when we think liver, we normally think of alcohol and like cutting back on that is going to help. But there's other ways also that, you know, your liver could be like overburdened. So Just like an imbalanced gut can lead to breakouts, also like that buildup of toxins in the liver can also manifest as like skin imperfections because our liver is the one of the main pathways to eliminate them. So what you eat, drink, and even the air you breathe, all of that gets filtered through your liver. And so the skin is a reflection of that, meaning... If you have like an overload of really sketchy things you're putting on it, like a lot of alcohol and inflammatory foods and then environmental pollutants, you know, things like sugar and dairy and gluten. And, you know, you're also using toxic broody products and toxic household cleaners and all of that. That's going to show up on your face. And so when the liver is congested and it can't break down these toxins, your body makes like every effort basically to purge these through other ways, like your pores. So when you think about acne flare-ups, that usually means that like okay your liver is partly overburdened another thing that's important to remember is that yes while the liver is really good at eliminating toxins it's also responsible for breaking down fat and so when this organ isn't like working the way it should because it's overburdened with the toxic products the inflammatory foods um, and excess hormones and all that also being on things like birth control or anything like that it makes it even worse The oil-producing glands in your skin basically picks up the slack that the liver can't do. So normally the liver packs things called triglycerides sorry, and cholesterol into protein. And so that's how fat basically gets sent to the tissue for storage. So that's not going well, and then the fat is just circulating in the bloodstream. Then it ends up getting used by the glands in your skin as well. So then when this happens, this is kind of like... What you would call stressful for your complexion because it disrupts the normal, like, sebum skin production in the face. So, if the raw material that your body is using to produce sebum has fat soluble material that's like full of inflammation and toxins, then that's gonna like lead to a whole bunch of like oil production. And basically that it just leads to congestion city, especially if you're eating fats that aren't so healthy. So the quality and the amount of fats in your bloodstream really have an impact on like how thick that sebum is. So the thicker it is, the more likely it is to cause like a clogged pore. So that's why not only do we see like why the, the sugar and the dairy and like gluten can be so damaging, but also like what they're triggering in terms of the IGF-1, but then they're also overburdening your liver so your liver can't even get through that properly and it's like adding more fuel onto the fire. Another thing when it comes to acne is we want to remember about gut health. So gut health is connected to everything. If you don't have gut health, as I've said, you have nothing. So if you're breaking out, you probably do not have adequate gut health or there's something going wrong and your gut health is leaky. And so you really need to nourish and make sure that is all well and taken care of if you want to make sure that nothing is causing inflammation. Because at the end of the day, when your gut is leaky and those tight junctions are separated and food particles are getting in and toxins are getting in and bacteria are getting in, then you really can't avoid inflammation because all that inflammation is getting in so when your gut is nice and strong and it's not leaky then we're not causing inflammation and then as we learned acne is an inflammatory condition so you really have to look at all the different points in the body where the inflammation could be coming from yes it's going to be coming from sugar yes it's going to be coming from dairy yes it's coming from gut health and it's coming from your liver but you can't just do one of them you can really see like how you need to fix all of those inflammatory pathways as to like why you're still getting that acne so stress. So stress is also an important thing when it comes to acne. And that's because the skin is also kind of like a barometer for stress. So on top of everything else, stress can also be playing a role on your acne, and on your skin. And that's because when we're stressed out, we tend to release this hormone called cortisol. And especially if you are living in a high cortisol state, you know, you're stressed all the time, you're always anxious or freaking out, things like that. Your cortisol literally increases the production of oil, which means the more your cortisol is up, the more you're producing oil, the more you're promoting breakouts. So when you learn to manage stress and you take that down, then you can like have better hopes of decreasing that oil production and decreasing that breakouts. So taking measures to address stress is gonna help keep your skin clear. So 100%, if you're not meditating, I would highly recommend starting to meditate. Like I recommend this to every single person on the planet. If you are not meditating, start meditating because it's free to do and it's going to change your health and change your life. But it's also something great that's really good for stress. And so, of course, diet, like we touched on sugar and dairy, but because diet is so important, because our skin is our biggest organ and we're congesting our liver with poor food quality, and if that's not flushing it out properly, one of the most important things that you can do in order to improve your skin and improve it is the foods you eat so you want to focus on foods that are high in antioxidants and fight inflammation with like less toxins. So you want to avoid foods that cause inflammation like gluten, dairy, sugar. Also do not forget that like a lot of people time think sugar, and they think, you know, added sugar like white sugar, bread, pasta, crackers, all of that is sugar. Um, So you want to avoid like excess number of those as well. And you also, you know, a lot of people who struggle with acne also struggle with things like eczema and psoriasis. So that also like can really show if it's progressed to that level, then, you know, you really have some serious gut inflammation and you really need to get control of that leaky gut. So focusing on foods that are high in antioxidants um, as well as those that support the gut are really going to help and eating like a low inflammation diet. So like good sources of protein, healthy fats and vegetable. Eating lots of fiber is also really good because it's critical for balancing the hormonally imbalanced skin, including blood sugar hormones. So it's going to be helpful in terms of that insulin response and that IGF one factor that we talked about. And so if you're not getting enough fiber, then that can get to your skin because your skin's not able to do its job at fighting that acne-causing bacteria. So a crucial component to acne-free skin is really promoting a healthy digestive system. And a healthy digestive system, you know, can help with fiber because the fiber is like the food for the good guys. So you can, you know, do things like add ground flax, to smoothies, chia seeds, um, you know, getting your salad, your greens in. All of that fiber is going to be really good for your skin. And in terms of like hormones and acne, because hormones and acne are so tied, I would really suggest going back and listening to the Balancing Hormones podcast so I don't have like, I don't want to repeat everything I said in that podcast um, again on this one. But hormones are huge when it comes to acne, especially if you have acne on like your lower jawline in like that area, then that's normally going to be due with hormones or if it's during that time of your cycle when people say oh i only break out during my times of my cycle okay but that's not normal that's hormonal imbalance you should not be breaking out just because you have your period so go back and listen to that one if you need help with like in terms of hormones um but at the end of the day hormones that are triggering acne like are going to vary from person to person so i can't hop on here and be like Oh, if you think you have hormonal acne, like take this because that's not what's going to be right for you. And unfortunately, I see a lot of people lately throwing like Vitex on like their hormonal acne and thinking that's going to solve all their problems. And Vitex is like just not right for everyone. It's becoming trendy on Instagram. And I really encourage you to not do that because you can end up making your hormones worse because that may not be what's out of balance for you. So when it comes to that, I recommend hormonal acne, work with a professional who knows, you know, which hormones are going to be out of balance and how to do it for you so that you're not, you know, causing more problems at the end. So I'll leave it at that. If you've balanced like hormones, uh, if you don't have balanced hormones, go back, listen to that episode. But going back to gut health. Because boar gut health shows up all over our skin, foods that are harmful to it are going to do that. So all these foods lead to unhealthy gut bacteria that's going to further cause up inflammation. So... Something like bone broth and coconut oil can be really good at promoting good gut integrity. Um, if you think that you have like a leaky gut, go back and listen to the leaky gut episode. But basically signs are bloating, joint pain, brain fog, concentration issues, depression, anxiety, mood swings, hormonal imbalances. All of that is like leaky gut related and you need to go back and fix your gut health. Now, just some of the foods that you can start eating in terms of foods for clear skin. One of the great things that you can eat is broccoli. So broccoli is loaded with antioxidants. It also has vitamin C and something called I3C. Now, I3C stands for indole 3 carbonyl, which basically helps to naturally balance hormones that are not balanced and cause like breakouts and the ones that were causing breakouts to begin with. And then you have vitamin C, which also supports like the natural production of collagen and you need that kind of like for skin repair and integrity. So this also means that when you get breakouts, if you have enough vitamin C, then you're not gonna have as much scarring, they'll heal quicker and all of that. Almonds are also really good because they're a fat soluble form of vitamin E and vitamin E really helps to support the bilipid layer of our skin that protects against oxidative stress. So when our skin has like that healthy layer of lipids, it proper functions. That being said, there's still like no amount of vitamin E that if you're still loading on, you know, the gluten, the dairy and the sugar, like no amount of almonds are going to like solve that. Basically, you can't just like do one thing and like keep, you know, putting fuel on the fire, if that makes sense. You also really want to load up on like omega-3 fatty acids. So this is like fish, like salmon, um, but also chia seeds, hemp hearts. And that's because omega-3s really help to reduce inflammation in the body and help to reduce that free radical damage that would otherwise like attack the collagen of the skin. And so basically these healthy fats help to balance out sebum production. And the key is to get more omega-3, not omega-6. So you really want to avoid all of those toxic seed oils like sunflower seed oil, grape seed oil, canola oil, um basically a seed oil. A seed oil is like a no-go. They're high in omega-6. You want to avoid those. You want to go for omega-3s. Consuming lots of berries is also really good. Um, and that's because berries are high in antioxidants, which combat damage to the skin. And again, they also have lots of vitamin C, which supports collagen and really helps to like play a role in balancing the bacteria in the gut. And then of course, in terms of gut health, you really want to like load up on prebiotics. So the prebiotics are the guys that feed the probiotics in the gut and these are things like leeks, onions, garlics and dandy dye greens. Like all these are really good to incorporate into your routine. And then of course, some probiotics as well and this can be things like coconut kefir, sauerkraut, kimchi, kind of all of that. Are going to be really good for your skin. And then green tea is also a really good thing you can start consuming in order for having like clear glowing skin. And that's because it's really rich in antioxidants. So it has a lot of natural antioxidants, both green tea or even matcha green tea. If you like that one specifically, it has what's called EGCG and this helps to inhibit oxidative stress. So any inflammation that's going on of the skin, both internally and externally, this is going to be really great for Um, again, like. I still wouldn't, you know, eat green tea or drink green tea and expect, like, the inflammation to go away if you're still consuming the foods that are causing the inflammation, but as you're healing, when you remove those foods, this can be really helpful, like, during that healing process. You also want to, like, load up on things like coconut oil, so these really healthy fats help to keep the skin glowing, but it also really helps to heal that gut layer, also because coconut oil has natural, like, antimicrobial benefits, then it's going to be, like, really good. Now in terms of supplements for clear skin, there isn't like one blanket statement because it really depends on what's causing your like acne and what's like the root cause of yours. So I can't really recommend like supplements for clear skin because Yes, there are some that work, but like that may not be what's off for you. And like I said, they may cause more harm than good. But what you can do is really look at your skincare. So because your skin is your biggest organ, you really want to make sure what you're putting on it is natural. So you're not putting on like the Dove, the Aveeno, the Neutrogena, none of that stuff. You really want to go for clean, natural skincare so that your liver is not getting overburdened. Because remember, we talked about that. And when you put products on it that aren't clean, you know, like those things, then your liver is going to be even more overburdened and it can't like go through that as quickly and as well. So you really want to strip it down to make sure that the ingredients that you're putting on your skin, that your organ, you know, is absorbing and going through the liver is going to be clean. So we're not overburdening it. So... Uh, I really like going to like Detox Market. That's where I go. I always get asked in terms of recommendations, um, and depending on your skin type, they have different things. Whether you're dry skin, oily skin, everything like that. But the Detox Market just has a really good like variety of brands, uh, and you can find like good natural skincare. You know, you can use things like raw organic honey for blemishes, um, you know, tea tree oil. All of these things are great. Um, I'm also a big fan of the Aztec Secret Healing Clay um, because it really draws the impurities out of the skin and it's very affordable. You can get it on Amazon. It's like under $15 and it's really good. Um, but cleaning up your skincare is going to be huge. And another thing I will caution against, um, even though, you know, when you're using, like if you're on Sephora and you're using the Clean by Sephora, that's helpful but you need to still do your due diligence after the fact because unfortunately the clean by Sephora doesn't actually account for all the endocrine disruptors and the things that are going to be causing hormonal imbalances in your skin. So yes, always check like the clean by Sephora, but also like still your do your due diligence. Like that's a good filter to filter out like the nonsense, but you still can't necessarily trust everything that they recommend because at the end of the day, if you're still putting that in your body, it's still gonna be building up. And then you're gonna come back and you'll be like, okay, Liv, like why am I still breaking out? And I'm gonna tell you to clean up your products. So I'm going to touch on some of the questions that I got that were really popular um, on Instagram. So this one came up a few times and that was like bumps on the forehead that aren't poppable. This is a huge sign basically of fungal acne or a fungal cause. So you need to go into that, um, do some antifungals, even like topical antifungals will help, but you also need to do inside antifungals. Um, so go ahead and work with like a skin expert or a naturopath um, to solve that because that's usually fungal. Um, the next one was, is acne inevitable? Um, no, acne is a sign of like something going wrong in your body. It's inflammation, it's a symptom, it's not inevitable, it's just a sign of something being out of balance. So once you correct all that, it kind of goes away. Help for cystic acne. So this usually comes back to hormones. I'm gonna suggest for you to work on your hormones. And also clean up your liver. like Do everything I said in this episode, but also go and like fix your hormones. If you need help fixing hormones, um, depending on when this episode goes up, I think I might have one or two spots still available to work with me this month. So if you want to clear up your acne, um, just send me a DM and we can do that. Uh, if you want to kind of clear it up for good so you kind of stop guessing at it and you – Well, get clear skin in 2020 Um, Just shoot me a DM and we can kind of work together on that. But you need to do everything I said, eliminate the sugar, dairy, gluten, clean up your gut, clean up your products, balance your hormones and you'll be fine. How to prevent acne without having to pay tons of money. You can prevent acne by doing everything I said. So not consuming the things that trigger inflammation, um, balancing your hormones, doing things like avoiding plastics also for hormones, you know, cleaning up your products, all of that that's like free to do. You don't have to pay money because you're avoiding things rather than like buying money to do things. Because at the end of the day, you can buy all the products, spend all the money. If you're not doing those basics, you're still gonna have issues. What is the cause of acne when you eat right, exercise, drink water, and give up dairy? I would say, A, you're probably not eating right, quote unquote, because everyone's definition of eating right may not be necessarily eating right. And then I'm also going to say that it's probably your hormones. And even when you're eating right, you just may need some extra hormone support, liver support, um, and healing your gut, I would say. Like, yes, eating good foods can be nourishing to the gut, but you might need, like, supplementation to heal your gut to get your skin to where it should be. Diet for acne. I think we kind of covered this in the episode, but that was a really popular question. Um, Yeah, Avoiding sugar, inflammatory foods like gluten. Um, I would even like sugar when it comes to grains as well, like rice, quinoa you know, rice cakes, those are all high sugar, um, pasta, all high sugar. So keep that in mind when you're thinking diet for acne. Um, fruit is also high sugar. Think about that. So things like mangoes, bananas, um, that's a lot of insulin. That's not going to help your skin. After going dairy, gluten free and sugar free, why am I breaking out? Your liver is probably sluggish and you probably have hormonal imbalances and you may be eating gluten free, but you may still be having a lot of insulin if you are still doing things like a lot of quinoa, a lot of rice, um, too much sweet potato or too much potato in general. That's probably why you're breaking out strategies to eliminate acne after coming off the pill this is a really good question because when we're on the pill you're basically your body is not producing its hormones in the proper way and you're coming off the pill and your body's like well i don't know how to produce my own hormones because like i haven't done this in a long time so you're probably going to break out so you need to work with someone to balance those hormones like naturally. And there's no like one size fits all because when you're coming off the pill, no one's, you know, hormones respond the exact same way. So I would suggest working with a professional coming off the pill in order to eliminate that. Um, Not everyone gets acne coming off the pill. It is popular, but not everyone does. And at the end of the day, um, I wouldn't use the pill as a method to prevent acne because as soon as you come off of it, A, you're going to have problems, but B, um, I'm assuming like, at one point or another, you're going to want to come off of it to probably have kids or something like that. Um, and that's going to cause a whole host of issues in terms of fertility. So and coming off the pill. So I would suggest like working with someone who knows what they're doing if you want to eliminate acne when coming off the pill. I eat so clean, but I still break out. Uh, I would say look at your products. Look at your products at home, like your toxic cleaners, your laundry detergent. Look at The so clean, is it still high insulin? Look at that. Um, Balance your hormones and everything like that. Is acne always related to what you eat? What you eat will always show up in your skin. So if you're eating poorly, that's going to show up in your skin because your skin, what you put on the inside, you wear on the outside. So you can't eat bad and have great skin. Like that's just not going to happen. So once you clean that up, the acne will clear. And the last thing was touching on maskne, which I think is like really good to talk about because it's just such a huge issue right now. So the issue with maskne or like masks in general and those of us who are prone to breakouts is that it's not only trapping the moisture but it's also trapping like the bacteria, the bacteria in your skin, the bacteria that you normally breathe out through your mouth and like into the air and it dissipates is now getting trapped and onto your skin so it's clogging that. With maskne you need to wash your face like let's say you're wearing a mask for a few hours, come home, wash your face immediately using a clarifying toner use clay masks you need to take that stuff off if you can avoid wearing makeup underneath your mask 100% do that make sure the layers that you're putting on before you put makeup on are clarifying ones so they don't have anything that's going to clog your skin you want to keep it as clean as possible make sure you're double cleansing as well so that you're really removing all of that dirt and grime you're basically going to have to cleanse more to get like this all the gunk out of there so that it's not like breeding in the skin and like when you come home you can get that out versus like if you come home take your mask off and you don't wash your skin that bacteria is settling into your face and you're more likely to break out also look for you know masks that are more breathable so yes while the reusable masks are more popular those materials in the fabric isn't meant to be breathable for your skin so opting for something like a surgical mask is going to be a lot better for your skin in terms of like they're more breathable and those layers that like because they're meant for people to wear them for hours at a time it's not having the same effect as people who make reusable masks out of like t-shirts or like materials that aren't breathable because they're not meant to be worn as masks so if you struggle with maskne or you're acne prone skin I would really highly recommend using like the, the disposable mask or at least you have to wash your mask after every time you use it. You cannot be putting the same mask on over and over again. You really need to clean it. But like I said, it's not going to be breathable. So especially if you're wearing it for a long time, I would highly recommend using a reusable mask or like the sorry, not the reusable, the disposable like surgical masks. So hopefully you found this like intro to acne. What could be causing your acne helpful? As you guys can see, like there's so much that goes into acne in terms of like unpacking it and seeing what's causing it and and also like helping it in general. You really need to do all the things. So like you need to fix like the sugar, the dairy, the liver, you know, you need to be getting enough water. You need to fix your gut health. You need to be doing all that. And like if you're constantly spiking your blood sugar, even with things that are gluten free, uh, you're still going to have the same problem. If you feel like you're struggling with your skin and you want to get rid of it, um, like I said, send me a DM on Instagram. I should, I don't know, I might have one more spot available, one or two, so we can kind of see if we can do that. Um, But yeah, at the end of the day, acne is an inflammatory condition. You can eliminate it. It's not something you have to live with forever. It's a symptom. It's not a disease. So like we can go, we can unpack it and we can clear it all up for you. If you guys enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a five star rating and review or if you love any of the episodes in general, it really helps to make the podcast more discoverable and helps me to continue to bring you value each and every week. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.